This episode is all about quarterbacks. We are taking a look at the 32 NFL teams heading into 2024, given our own grade of what we think the quarterback situation is looking like and what we think they should do. So that's going to be the main part of this episode. But before that, as always, got amateur hour. Episode 61. We're back. I'm Joe Wise here with Alan Jordan. Back at it. What a great last back episode. Back at it. That was awesome. Dude, Didn't talk JP that was a bit. blast with JP. Because we were talking, I think we said it on the episode, but uh, for anyone who didn't listen, it was by far our most just hangouty episode. It was a great time. And that's what makes podcasting fun. It's like you, we know JP, we keep up with them, but like even still, it's like you don't often sit down for a couple hours and catch up. And that's what makes podcasting fun. That's, we just did it on air. It was fun. And it was fun to to uh rip on you a little bit with jp we're kind of teaming up on you there in the draft is that you starting to feel bad is that a little remorse i hear uh no i listened to it (laughs) i was loving it no i thought it was hilarious when you were when you were drafting we were just in your head it was great i hope that carries over to i stand by it though the the one that I went to go get for you, the Airbud pick, I think was a good pick. That was a good pick, but I, I don't think you would have done it if you would have been thinking about me. So maybe that helped you out a little bit there. Well, when we when Christian and I did a fictional athlete draft, I still got Airbud there. Yeah, that's true. So Yeah, maybe I mean you Michael didn't Jordan, like, sabotage though, that yourself, you. but it was it's funny because I can definitely see yourself in your head in your own head about it. Well, y'all just went off superheroes and you're like, minus the superpower. And That's I, why I, I laid the ground rules at the athletes. beginning. I said no superpowers. No, I know. It's just I, I, I don't watch cartoons. I wasn't going to follow that. That was mostly I don't, Mr. I don't watch cartoons. Yeah, I'm better than. Or what's your favorite cartoon of, of all time? Yeah, Tom and Jerry probably. Scooby Doo. Ooh, Scooby Doo. Just the classics. Yeah. Okay. When's the last time yeah. you sat down and watched a cartoon? It's been a minute. Hey man, we need to get you back on the tune. I used to man. have a thing about animated shows. Really? Like you just especially like comedies. you were against them? Not like morally opposed to them. I just didn't like them as much. Like Family Guy. Joe Simpson. has a vendetta against animated shows. Yeah, yeah. I'm not into the anime. What about SpongeBob? I mean, I think it's funny, but you're not gonna like, sit down and watch I it. I can't remember the last time. I think high school's the last time I watched one. Are you talking like you don't like like South Park and Family Guy and that stuff? Yeah, that's more mm, of what I was saying. I'm with you it. on that. I don't I don't enjoy those either. Yeah. But like a good old kid cartoon, like Yeah, no, those Batman are funny. or Dude, Arthur. Dude, hit me with the after school Arthur every day. <laughs> when I was a little kid though, I would still hit the Adam West Batman instead of the animated Batman. That's fair. And then obviously Christian Bale ones. Okay. I just wanted to make sure you watched cartoons at some point in your life. No, nah, it's a hard no. If it's animated, don't watch Ever it. Ever since now, being a little about, kid, like, never watched a cartoon. I, I did go see Frozen 2 in the theater by myself, though. Mm, you would you would hate cartoons but love Frozen. That's such a Joe thing. And Moana. All the new Disney movies. I love... They're good. Okay. I love the animated movies. I don't love the animated TV shows as much. I don't know why. It doesn't make sense. Hmm. Interesting. I'm a weirdo. What can Reasonable. I say? I'll give you that reasonable. Is it like is you it? want to sit down and is watch it? a movie cartoon, but you're not gonna? De- it's hard to get invested in cartoon shows because they usually That's, don't have yeah. like a storyline like a normal TV show does. As exactly. much, Scooby Doo though. Scooby Doo does solve That's a good it this one. time. Yeah, are they gonna solve it this time? Who knows? They always solve it. Amateur hour tradition. Did you do anything goofy this week? 
I had a pretty, pretty clean week overall. Ooh. I don't think I did too much goofy stuff. Did you? You didn't? You didn't have a gas station interaction? Mm. So that wasn't me doing something goofy. That was somebody else. I just doing saw that in the notes until I pulled it up. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> so that was actually <laughs> two weeks ago, and I forgot to bring it up. Glad you did. So I'm at lunch walking into this gas station that I go pretty frequently to get an energy drink um, to pick me up for the rest of the day. I walk in the door, and the lady, the cash register, pops her head out, and she says, Oh, dude, what did she say? You sound like Jameis Winston right now. <laughs> she uh, said what my trainer said. To, what he said to be prepared. Oh yeah, he said to be prepared. She said to be prepared. So I, I open the door. She pokes her head out from the cash register and says, "Oh my god, are you serious?" And just like doubts it in my face, and I'm like, and she says, "Oh no, I'm so sorry. I meant I thought you were someone else." She just <laughs> screams in my face. Totally didn't mean to it's do like, it. And no, nah, that's just how we greet everyone here. That's what I thought. I was like, yes, I'm so- sorry. I'm just trying to get a little afternoon pick me up, like some caffeine. Well, she trying to like overcompensate afterwards. Are you serious? And then later that, later that evening, the same gas station, oddly enough, got robbed. So I wonder if she yelled at somebody and they just didn't like it. <laughs> interesting matters into their own hands i don't know if that has anything to do with it but that was weird probably no that relation between the two if i had to guess but interesting enough yeah yeah threw me off for crazy sure. x maybe she thought you were a crazy x coming in crazy x comes in and robs the gas station afterwards and that sounds like a florida man story for sure that does we need to hop back on florida man stories since i'm down here it's the off season should we should we do it next week you want to make up one i'll guess yeah we should do it. I like it. You know the one, I think y'all talked about it um, before I was on. There was one that was like a bulldozer, like breaks into a Walmart. Yeah. That was like yeah. right here in Gainesville. No way. <laughs> Dude broke. It was, in, a, it was an excavator. Yeah, it was an excavator. He broke into Walmart. And then apparently he ran around with, um, was it a chainsaw or something crazy like that that he stole from That's Walmart? Insane. I don't know what it was. It was nuts. So next time I hear of a good story around i'll have to let you know <laughs> yeah because the gas station one is like a tame florida story oh, also i want to apologize to anyone listening my voice sounds terrible because i am yet again sick mm-hmm. which is just stupid that's okay mine always sounds a little nasally so it's okay my, mine always sounds terrible too we both but need to get on that flow nase i uh started using some vitamin d like a uh, doctor recommended right still got sick so no, well, yeah, this was like a day before I got sick, so I don't know if that's enough. Probably to get not. My, probably not long enough. The vitamin levels up. I don't know how that works. Mm-hmm. Is it like a vitamin bank in your body? Yeah, it kind of takes takes a little time for it to build up there, for sure. Well, anyway, my amateur moment. This this wasn't even that. It was pretty amateurish, but it wasn't, you know, real life application kind of crazy but my brother uh and his family were up this weekend and he brought his old xbox one left it so i could start playing some madden we're gonna hop we're gonna hop on online start playing Got some. To. but we were playing so we went back we were playing this was last night no yeah last night against each other and i've got the ball into the game turning out the clock 49ers of course uh it's got like a minute left um i get a little ambitious and take it to fourth down 
and it's like fourth and inches. And so I'm like, I'm going to do a fullback dive with use check. And I have a bad habit of always sprinting. And I sprinted straight into the back of my center. And for about a second and a half, I couldn't get off. Oh. And then I get tackled behind a line of scrimmage and lose the game. That was at the very end of the game. Yeah. That's like what cost me the game. There were a wide open hole and I just missed it and sprinted, sprinted straight into the center's back. That's tough. It was pretty amateur. Pretty amateur. Who was he playing with? He was the Ravens. Mm, that's a good matchup. It was a good it's matchup. It's a coveted Super Bowl stupid. matchup. Dude, I lost a game very similarly to that last week against my roommate. He was playing with the Ravens. I was playing with the Dolphins. And I don't know if he had the sliders up or what was going on. I could not stop um, his passing game. He would just Hail Mary every play just about and put it over the top. But I was keeping up. Dolphins offense is good. And so – there's about 20 seconds left. I score a touchdown. I'm down by seven. And, mm-hmm. you know, I picked Dan Campbell as my coach. I'm going for it. I ran it with Mostert. Got to the inch line. Didn't get it. And, um, yeah, that hurt, man. So it's I'm, a tough way to I'm lose. I'm right there with you. Tough yeah. way to lose. Amateurs. That's why we're undrafted. Mm. I still You're think mad. he had the sliders on. Dude, speaking of Dan Campbell, I heard a crazy yeah. Dan Campbell story this week. So Jared Goff was saying that Dan Campbell was giving a fired up speech in the locker room and his, one of his teeth flew out onto the floor. And he said, Dan Campbell like hardly broke stride at all. Just picked his tooth up, shoved it back in and kept talking and never mentioned it again. Wait, what, 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 like fake teeth? What? I guess he has a fake tooth. Uh, St. Brown confirmed it. They asked him about it too. And he was like, yeah, that definitely happened. Dude, Dan Campbell is the man. <laughs> Fake teeth, the man. Doesn't care if oh. they fall out. Dude, I love that. What a guy. It's my coach. Well, uh, let's keep it rolling, I guess, because we're going to talk about all 32 quarterbacks. So that, that could take a minute. So in an effort of time because i don't i don't know why i'm caring about oh because i'm about to go edit this that's that's why i'm worried about time but let's look, <laughs> let's listen to ice man what's up everybody this week's unsung hero goes out to a woman who has uh held a record for a pretty long time so if you've been following college basketball you're fully aware of who caitlin clark is whether it be the flop when somebody stormed the court or the fact that she can just hit a shot from absolutely anywhere within the building caitlin clark just passed uh kelsey plum as the all-time leading scorer for NCAA women's basketball history. And she's closing in on another great South Carolinian, Pete Maravich, at 3,667 points. She will likely pass him this year, whether it be during a tournament run or prior to. However, I want it to be put on the record today that Caitlin Clark will have no chance of passing the true women's all-time leading scorer. You see, the Association of uh, Intercollegiate Athletics for Women was an organization that predated the NCAA era. And during that time, in a little college right up the street from Columbia called Francis Marion University, a woman named Pearl Moore dropped a incredible 4,061 points during her career. Pearl Moore has now held this record since the 80s, and she uh, still lives in Florence to this day. The basketball center there is named after her. And uh all I can say is that no matter what Caitlin Clark does, it's about time we start giving Pearl Moore a little more attention. You see, she's not only giving back to the game, but in 2011, she was inducted into the College Basketball Hall of Fame. 
and in 2021, uh, James Naismith Hall of Fame as well. And so it's about dang time that we put Florence, South Carolina on the map and give the kudos to this week's real unsung hero, Pearl Moore. Pearl Moore, Pearl Florence, Moore. South Carolina. You know who else is from Florence? Were you born in Florence? No. Not me, no. brother. The future. My wife was. <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin was? Yeah, she was born in Florence. Oh, that I forgot about that actually. Um no, the future is was born in Florence. Or is from Florence. Goggles. The future. Lenore Sellers goggles. Goggles. South Florence season. High School. So the next man up who's gonna take South Carolina where it needs to be. Dude, this is the best time of Carolina football where you're looking at all the potential and all the positives that are coming from next year. None of the bad news has really hit. You've already processed the bad news from the season transfers, first window, second window, I guess. I used to get so excited every single year growing up. I would go to the store, get those little, um, those little magazines that like preview the season that have, you know, like the recruiting and stuff. Me and my dad would be all on top of recruiting and then first three weeks hit and you're like, all right, well, there's always next year. And this is the the golden hour of there always being next year is right now that we're in. Mm-hmm. It's golden hour. And so let's enjoy it because obviously we're going to win a national championship. But if we don't, in this moment, I am. If, if Yeah, there. we'll enjoy it right here. That's what we can do. Right here. But this is, right this is the year. Obviously. And then if, if not, obviously we'll have a lot to build upon for the next mm-hmm. year. Yeah, if, if we underperform, we always have a lot to build on. Overpromise, underdeliver, and our players usually do pretty well in the NFL. So there's something there. Yeah, in the, in the grand scheme of things, that's really delivering. Shout out, Debo. Right. All right, two minute drill. Should we hit it? Let's hit it. All right, starting the clock. You're up. All right. So up first, Arkansas pitcher Hagen Smith struck out the first 15 batters he faced in a game against Oregon State. 15 that's batters in a row. Dirty. 17 total, which ties the SEC record. Wow. Oh, that is insane. Uh, sticking with baseball, Cody Bellinger finally signed a deal with the Cubs. So it's a three-year deal worth, I think, $80 million. So I'm glad they got that squared away before spring training. Then Zach Wilson has been given permission by the Jets to seek a trade. Don't really know what that means, but I'm assuming he's not going to be around next year. Max Struess hit a game winner for the Cavs over the Mavericks this week. Just a dream if you're – probably a dream since he's a little kid. Three-fourths court just swishes it to win the game. Uh, 59-footer, I believe. Long boy. And then Otani homered in his Dodgers spring training debut because, I mean, of course he did. Classic. That's the way it works with him. BYU rallies from a 12-point deficit to beat number seven Kansas, 76-68, to ending Kansas's 19-home winning streak. 19 games. a lot of games. 19 games. 19 games. And then... I don't know if you've seen this, but the MLB jerseys, it's, I guess, Fanatics making the Nike ones. It's been a total mess. Like the stitching's been all wrong and they're like see-through and it's just been goofy looking. And they redid it and made a cheaper one or cheaper looking one that was printed on instead of stitched on the names that are smaller and that kind of stuff. And apparently the Royals Royals were like, you know what? Can we have the original ones? And they said, yes. So that's noteworthy, I suppose. <laughs> and then the Chiefs have released MVS to save $12 million in cap space. Clock it. Clock it. 15 seconds left. We kind of covered a lot there. Yeah. It's starting to be more natural. Yeah, that was that was nice and quick. Quick hitters. I kind of want to talk a little bit more about a couple of them. But, you, know, <laughs> you got any questions? 
Any questions? We'll take, we'll give you some Any answers. Any questions? Sorry, the two minutes are up. You have 15 seconds of questions. Mm. No, I just want to mention those jerseys look like they got them off of AliExpress. So bad. <laughs> or Timu or Timu or whatever you call it. Yeah. They'd, they're so bad. Mm, I really hope they just That's all crazy. go back to the regular ones. I mean, they're supposed to be these new jerseys that are new, more like flexible, lightweight. I don't know. I don't understand why the stitching is so bad on it too. Like I get why it's see-through, I guess. I I guess they're just using less fabric. But is it is it because the players wanted it's because they want they like felt hot in the jerseys, right? Yeah, I think like the jerseys themselves, that's what I'm saying. Like I get why they would be maybe like problems with them being see-through if they're trying to make them lighter and stretchier and all that kind of stuff. But the stitching on them, it's yeah. like mismatched letters, <laughs> everything's just off with it. It looks that's like the little uh the shirt jerseys you would get at the store. Yeah. Kind of like that. Anyway. That's enough. Or a homemade craft. Right. Oh, anyway. All right. NFL quarterbacks. Only, what, 30 weeks till the season starts? Yeah. Pretty soon. We should hit one a week. <laughs> uh, so this is our look at the teams, their situation coming from this year, moving into next year, and then our expert undrafted opinion on what we think the team should do heading into next year, and then a letter grade on it too. So some of these, I don't, some of mine personally, I'm like, I don't think it's actually going to happen, but I think it would be a sick move if it does. So that's like the groundwork groundwork for it. But starting with Arizona, I guess we'll go alphabetical order. Obviously, you've got Kyler Murray. He missed most of the season, but was three and five as a starter with just under 1,800 passing yards, 10 touchdowns, five picks. Also rushed for 244 yards and three touchdowns. And he signed in 2023, he had signed the five-year $230 million deal. So it's kind of locked in. I think I think they have like the fourth pick right now in the draft. So my suggestion is obviously they're locked in with Kyler Murray. You get Marvin Harrison Jr. maybe. Get a wide receiver number one. Do you think he's still there fourth pick though? I don't know. I, I mean, mean I yes, think, that's that's totally different. But if he's the, if he's there, I think that's a great pick. Or, or maybe you trade up a little bit to get him. All in all, my letter grade too, and then I'll get your thoughts, is uh, B minus. Because I think it's like Kyler's – like he can definitely ball out. I think we forget that all in all. But mm, to be honest, I didn't even think of him when making my quarterback list. He's probably close to top fifteen. Yeah, I'd probably put him at like eighteen without thinking through. That was my gut sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like B minus. I give him a B. I think Kyler Murray's a B. Just just based on last year, not really um, not having a full year. He played decent. I think he has a lot of potential, though. We'll see. So you're you giving it a B, sticking with Kyler Murray? Yep. I'm sticking with Kyler Sweet. Murray. Love that. For sure. All right, Falcons. This this is where it gets interesting. Desmond Ritter started 13 games. Heineke started four games. They have the eighth overall pick. I think this is one of the big question marks moving into 2024. With the number eight pick, are you going to have a good enough quarterback? Do you trade up? Do you try to go a vet? I don't really know. I'm giving a C as the situation because it's like they have potential. They haven't done any damage really, but they also don't have anything optimistically right now at quarterback. So I'm like C feels right, like average there. My suggestion is, and they probably have to trade up some, but trade up just a little bit and get Jaden Daniels. Yeah, that would be a that great, be, great move. Jaden Daniels and Bijan, that could be nice. Yeah, that would be good. Falcons, 
Yeah, they got to do something. And I think you got to start yeah. with a young guy. They have a lot of pieces there so. offensively. Um, Pitts, mm-hmm. Bijan, they can make a, and, and the NFC South is, it's the NFC South. It's wide open. You could win it. Yeah. You can win it this year. Ah, that makes me wonder, do you try to get a vet then? That's what I was wondering. Would you rather, or do you get a vet for a year or two and try to draft someone at maybe nine? I mean, you, could, you could probably do both. Yeah. That's what, that's what I'm meaning where. Cause Desmond Ritter is not the future it. of that franchise. No. Uh, Raheem Morris, I think he even said, uh, I haven't confirmed this is right, but I saw in a press conference, they were like, um, what do you think about quarterback situation or whatever? Is like, well, if the quarterback situation was a little bit better, I don't think I'd be here right now. AKA, he ain't going Desmond Ritter. Oh, jeez. Brutal. I wish we had JP on this week because he's a Falcons fan, so I'd like to hear his take on it. Um, yeah. Maybe they trade for Zach Wilson. Did I hear... Jets quarterbacks are the most sought after possession. Oh yeah. Everybody wants that. Mm-hmm. No, I, I feel like it would be a good idea to trade for a vet and get a young guy Yeah, for the Falcons. That would be a team that I feel like it would make sense. I'm usually not a huge fan of taking a quarterback super early, but in this situation, yeah, but that's just the model that people do. It's dumb. In this situation where you don't really have a true starter. Mm-hmm. think, Think that'd be wise. Drake May. Drake May could be a good one too. Drake May could go there. There are definitely some good quarterbacks. I think you could get at eight. Yeah. Or, or past that. Next up, the Ravens. This is a softball. One of the few softballs we have. Uh, obviously, Lamar Jackson signed a five-year, two hundred sixty million dollar contract back last May. So locked in. Won his second MVP. You can question playoffs, whatever. I'm giving them an A plus in their situation right now. Like. You got a top four quarterback, hands down. Yep, A plus, and their backup plays very similarly to Lamar Huntley. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you give an A plus too. Yeah, A plus. Yeah, easy. Uh, another softball. The Bills. Josh Allen passed for four hundred or not four hundred four thousand three hundred and six yards, twenty nine touchdowns, eighteen picks. Led him to the AFC divisional round. He's locked up in a contract that runs through twenty twenty eight. Yeah. So once again. You got an elite quarterback locked up for a number of years, A+. plus. Is Kyle Allen still their backup? I think he might be um, up this year. Hmm. If Kyle Allen is their backup, I'm giving them an A+, plus because that's just a great name. You get two Allens and your Allen. Also, Kyle, Allen's a, Kyle Allen is a – he hasn't really done much in the NFL, but he's, he's pretty talented. So mm-hmm. I think that's a solid backup. Like that. Plays similarly to Josh Allen. I'm giving an A plus there. Panthers. Bryce Young. Obviously not the most breakout rookie season that people hoped. Ended up with eleven touchdowns, ten picks. You've got Can Canales, Canales, always forget how to say his name. Um he's got a good track record. Obviously quarterback coach in Seattle with Gino, and then what they did with Baker and Tampa Bay. I'm still going to give it a D plus. I think Bryce Young has potential. I think they can work. You still got Tupper. He's still the owner of the Panthers, which is going to be brutal. And there are just so many other pieces. And there's nothing that I've really seen that gives me confidence that the Panthers are going to build those out. So Mm. it's hard to separate Bryce Young from the Panthers, but the entire situation is maybe optimistically a C minus. 
Yeah. Are you are you grading it based on the entire situation together or just the quarterback room? Because that changes. I'm saying like the quarterback room and the fit for the team and uh, in some cases the amount of investment that's going into a quarterback versus the return you're getting on it. And so like for – I should have elaborated a little bit more. With Bryce Young, I think that he could be a lot better quarterback than we've seen. However, I think he's one of those quarterbacks that needs good pieces around him. He's going to be like a quick, good decision maker. Um, Like take him on the 49ers. I think he could be a great fit there. But he's not an Anthony Richardson that can just go out and be physical and get yards. You know what I mean? No, that's very fair. Um, I feel the same way against Bryce Young. I think he has a, a lot of potential. But realistically, the last year at the Panthers was probably an F. And yeah, I, and I think if you look at potential, maybe C. But I would stick him at a D right now overall. I mean, he wasn't terrible. He threw 10 picks, which is not that bad for a rookie season. Uh, but he only threw 11 touchdowns. And I think yeah. that there wasn't the ability to just make plays out of nowhere. Right. Which which is fair. Like, not a lot of people have that. Yeah, and I'm not even ripping on Bryce Young by saying that. I yeah. I think Bryce Young could be a really good quarterback. Um, but the, I just don't know if it's I don't know about on the Panthers right now. They got to go get a wide receiver. Yeah, and no line. They they got a lot of they got a lot of work to do. I'm going D plus because I'm trying to be optimistic. I'll go I'll go, go D. Ahead. That's fair. So the Bears. This is an interesting one because obviously you got Justin Fields. He was pretty good as a starter, but they also have the number one pick. They <laughs> thanks to the Panthers being questionable in their decision making. Terrible. So what I think going into 2024 is that they need to trade the number one pick and stick with Fields. Not saying that Fields is like necessarily the answer the future answer for the future, but I think that what you can get from number one allows you to build the rest of the team out. You still got two more years with Justin Fields. And at that point, if it doesn't work out, the rest of your team's built and you just get a new quarterback to come and play. I think Caleb Williams, if you go with him, you're losing the opportunity to build the rest of the team out and likely doing just the lateral move from Justin Fields, is my opinion. I 100% And then resetting agree. the clock two years. Yeah. I think it's a pretty lateral move between Caleb Williams and Justin Fields. I don't think um, Justin Fields is one of the top quarterbacks right now, but I don't think he's – I think he's a decent quarterback. And I think if you put a good system around him, he's going to do well enough. Kind of like the 49ers right. system they have going on right now, you know? Yeah. Um, it's almost as if. NFL is a little different than high school and college, and you don't just get a quarterback that completely changes the team. Right. Almost like you need some more pieces. Yeah. And that also partially comes from the fact that I don't think Caleb Williams is is going to be a great NFL quarterback. Um, I know a lot of people are high on him. I'm not. I wouldn't pick the. I wouldn't take him number one overall because, again, I think it's going to be a pretty lateral move, especially at the beginning. You know, I think he's not. Hasn't been in the NFL yet. It's going to take him a couple of years, and then you still don't know. So I'm I'm going to stay stick with Justin Fields. Maybe trade it away. If yeah, anything, maybe you. pick Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, because he looks like a generational talent. I'm with you there. So I'm going to grade them. This is tricky because if I'm just talking about Justin Fields, I think I would probably give it a C plus B minus range. But I'm going to inflate it a little bit because of the draft position they have to work with. And so I'm almost going to like factor that in. I know that's probably not the rules that we set, but I'm going to give it a 
B minus. B minus? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, based on Justin Fields' play last year, I think I'm going to give them a C plus. I know they're in a good range, and I know C plus and B minus are very close, but I got to bump it down to a C just just based on the way he played last year. Completely fair. But I think he does have um, some good upside. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. And especially if you build the rest of the pieces. Yeah. I like that. All right. Bengals. Easy one again. Burrow. He's locked in through 2029. He'll be The here. only question mark, I guess, is him coming back from injury. Was injured, obviously, a little bit his rookie year. This year, there's a little bit of injury prone. But, I mean, easily top five quarterback. I think higher than that. But, mm-hmm. A. Yeah, and Jake, Jake Browning played really well as a backup this year. I think yeah. your quarterback's good. Quarterback room is good. Mm-hmm. I'm giving I'll him an it. A+. Plus. I'll go, what did I put down? I think I gave them a an A. I would have said A+, plus, but I'm just like the question mark of Burrow coming back from injuries and the other two injuries he's had. That's fair. Uh, next up, the Browns. Another questionable decision-making team. Man. So they had, in 2023, five different starting quarterbacks. And then obviously, Perv Boy Watson still has three years left on his $230 million contract. Still maybe the wildest move, wildest contract move I've ever seen mm-hmm. in anything. Not even in not even football. Uh, is this guy ever going to play again? I don't know. Let's hand him a record deal. Is he in legal trouble? Trouble? Uh, I don't know. Could he Let's go to jail a for a few years and not be able to play for us? I don't know. Eh. Two hundred thirty million. Guaranteed. Let's pay him. Let's give him some <laughs> yeah. money. Seems like a good oh, guy. Man. So dumb. So dumb. He still obviously has talent and stuff. I don't know. He hasn't looked at all even close to the way he looked with the Texans. Mm-hmm. He's been hurt a lot. I think going into twenty twenty four though, you still got to stick with him. Like you've you've got the handcuffs on from the amount of money that you gave him. So I'm saying stick with Deshaun Watson, try to get one healthy season, but C minus because I am not super optimistic and you are financially locked in. Yeah. You don't have a whole lot of options. Maybe you call Joe Flacco again. Yeah. Is he going to hang around? He's not hanging around as a backup, right? I I think he's going to be gone. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he's going to sign. Deshaun Watson honestly is bound to have something happen this year where he doesn't finish the season. So Joe Flacco, just, just keep your cell phone on you. You might be making another playoff run. Hopefully, next I would have given him a D something, but thought he would like that too much. (laughs) (laughs) What's your letter grade? (laughs) Well, I was gonna do that too, but I can't now. Oh man, I'll I'll go. uh, You know, he's a decent quarterback. Yeah, and he he has a lot of upside too. I just don't know that we're ever gonna see it again. Like he played really well at the Texans. But that that player seems to be gone. I have, we haven't seen yeah. him in years. I'll give him a. I'll give him a C. I like it. Cowboys. Obviously, you cannot watch anything sports related without seeing the Dak Prescott conversation going on. Uh, my opinion is he's under contract right now. I guess through twenty twenty six. You stick with Dak Prescott. I think you and I have both said personally, for Dak, it's a better move to get out of Dallas. But he's a great quarterback. You're not going to replace him with someone better. I, I'm giving them, though, a B minus, though, not because of Dak Prescott, just because I feel like the way that Dallas is set up with it 
it's like you're capping his ceiling and I don't know, it's almost like a toxic room around it. So it's just, I don't know. It's question it. It's definitely so. a toxic room. We've seen, yeah. um, what was it? The, uh, okay, who was that that was coming out? Was it the, oh, it was the Diggs family kind of uh-huh. coming out saying some stuff. I think it was CeeDee Lamb's mom saying some stuff. Dax, somebody in Dax family was that, and saying then Mike something. his brother or something. I agree. I feel like, you know, we've, we have talked about it before. I think somewhere else would be better personally for Dak. I think he would maybe play somewhere else, but I think Dak has done a heck of a job the last couple of years and he does have pieces around him. So I think if they can fix that, they're still a good team, man. They got a lot of good players. I think it's just the problem with there's, there's probably something going on in the locker room is what it sounds like. Um, mm-hmm. and with the Cowboys, it's, that's probably really easy to happen because you get more scrutiny than any other team. So right. that's maybe fair. I'm giving them an A. Stick with Dak. I think Dak has played great last two years, really. Um, he was almost like MVP caliber last year, but he still gets yeah, so the much only hate. Question. He still gets so much. Yeah, hate. the only knock against him are the big games, the playoffs, that kind of stuff. But I mean, that's not just the quarterback. It's not like he's played horrible in those games. He he did not look good against the Packers. And I don't even know that that's on Dak, man. That that dates all the way back to Tony Romo. Romo was again, right? Again, maybe my grade actually would be because what did I give them? I gave them a B minus. It probably would be an A minus if it wasn't in Dallas. The Dallas factor took it down a letter grade. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna give him an A just because of Dak. I think he's a solid quarterback. I think he's playing well. Like that. Okay, Broncos. Probably not going to be Russell Wilson because they benched him for the final two games. He still had like 3,000 passing yards, 26 touchdowns, eight interceptions. It wasn't a bad year. Got benched the last two games. Uh, I'm assuming that's a clear sign. It's not going to be Russell next year. So it's like, what do you do? Do you draft someone like potentially Bo Nix, McCarthy, ride with Stidham, get Sam Darnold, Jimmy G, someone like that? My opinion is you get Sam Darnold. He looked a lot better on the 49ers. You can come in, get them good deal, one two million, uh, one two year deal, and then you draft JJ McCarthy. Let him develop for a year or two, take over as the starter, maybe twenty twenty six. It's my opinion. See, sees the grade. Mm. I do you think they benched him because they're just done with him, or do you think they benched him because they were done with him last year? What do you think? I think because they were worried about him because the PA came out about this. They were worried about him getting hurt. And they wanted him to remove the injury clause in his contract. I don't know. I just think that it wasn't a great fit in Denver. I think he's played way better than he gets credit for. I there, do but. too. Yeah. I think if that's, the, I, I think he could play there. I think I would give him another year there, but it sounds like they probably are done with him. Um, I agree. Trading him away. I don't, I don't have anybody in mind in particular that I would trade him for. I give it a C. No, yeah, no, I'm I'm giving it a D. Actually, sounds like a toxic relationship there. What's up with this toxicity? All right, Lions golf. He has one more year in his contract. Had a great year last year. NFC Championship B plus position. Right now, I'd say it could go A minus either. I, I'm giving A as like making it a little harder to get. I'd say, and so. I would put them at like the top of the next wave of rims. If you're in my top 10, you're getting an A. Let me just double Agreed. check. It's just not in my top 10. Golf we'll talk about a. that later. Giving golf an A. 
He's got a good coach behind him. He's got a good team behind him. Yeah. Great situation. They can make another run. Give them an A. I think they will go another run. I think so, too. Um, Hope so. Okay, Packers. One of the most boring franchises when it comes to quarterbacks because it's looking like they have another quarterback who's going to be a potential Hall of Famer and play for another 15 years in Green Bay. It's ridiculous. Crazy. Ridiculous. I'm not I'm not willing to give them that just yet, but it does feel like that's going to happen. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, that's what I said, potentially. Yeah. I think right now for uh, me, I, I got to hover around a B. I think I got to give them a B. Mm-hmm. I think Jordan Love I gave him an A-. minus. That's fair. He looked really good. Small sample size. I want to see it again. That is true. But the way that he came back after the bye, when he threw one interception the last however many games before the playoffs, yeah. nuts. Okay. Texans, CJ Stroud, great rookie season. To your point, you just said, obviously there are some question marks going into this sophomore year. It's going to be a sophomore slump, something like that. Uh, I'm going to give them an A. I think that he's done a great job, obviously showed great potential. I think D'Amico Ryans is a great head coach. Seems like they have a good culture there. The team's behind them. It feels like there's they're in a great position to build on. Giving them a B plus just because of the potential for a sophomore slump, but CJ Stroud looked awesome. Uh, they have some really good young receivers, good offense overall, B plus just for the fact that, you know, sophomore slumps do happen, but mm-hmm. once teams get more film on them and things, but real solid quarterback room. They don't need to do anything there, obviously. Exactly. Nothing. Our suggestion no. for the last two, last three, Jared Goff, Jordan Love, CJ Stroud, Colts now. Um, the Indianapolis Colts. Hold on, pause. I love how you said yeah. you were making A's harder to get, and then since then I haven't given one A and you've given two. Ooh. You've only given A's since then. You caught me. Let's see. I don't even know if that's true. It is. Let's see. No, I know that's true. I'm meaning, I was going to say, I don't even know if I am making it harder to get. I only have two more A's left. Nice. But anyway, the Colts. Richardson will be in his second year of a four-year contract. He's reportedly throwing again which is good because I think it was a shoulder injury, right? Mm-hmm. He looked good in those four games. He had four rushing touchdowns. I'm going to give it a C plus. I think you stick with Anthony Richardson, obviously. Uh, would love to see him do well. I think he's got a high floor. I remember saying that before the draft. His ceiling is a little bit more questionable, but it's pure athletic abilities. He's going to be able to make plays from running, even if the whole play collapses. It's the flip side of Bryce Young. Uh, or not flip side, the inverse. Anthony Richardson looked electric at the beginning of the year when he was there. I'm still not totally sold on him just based on how he played at Florida. He was very up and down at Florida. I know it's a totally different game. Um, like you're saying, a lot of upside, just unproven. But on the flip side of that, their backup, Gardner Minshew, that's one heck of a backup, man. He's got Dude, the hair, that- all of it. Ultimate football guy. Yeah, ultimate. What what score did you give them? What grade did you give them? I gave them a C plus. I think we're going to agree with you on this one. I want to give a B, yeah. but just I can't trust Anthony Richardson quite yet. That's C my plus. thought there. Especially, I mean, what, four games is just not enough of a sample size. Like Will Levis looked really good his first couple games, and then we see. I don't know. Uh, definitely a lot of things I would be optimistic for if I were a Colts fan. Yeah. Jags, T-Law, the last generational talent that's now been in the league for a couple years. 
he threw for 4,000 yards, 21 touchdowns, 14 picks. Obviously, the Jags are going to keep him as the starter moving into next year. Uh, I'm giving them... This was an interesting grade for me. I'm going to go B. I wanted to go B minus. Yeah. He has showed like burst of a ton of talent, questionable decision-making accuracy. Hasn't always been there. I mean, he's good and not all that. That's kind of like my, yeah, he'll, he'll be the starter next year. Obviously. Um, they don't need to do anything there. I'm giving him a C. I respect that. The team around him. I I think we talked about this at the beginning of last year. We were looking at their offensive roster and we're like, man, he really might take off this year. Twenty one fourteen, dude. That's not collapsing. That's not. That's not it. C, and that's mm, yeah. That's as high as I can go. Well, here's the question: Are we treating C as average, like grading on a curve? Because if so, yeah, I think if if we stack up all of our quarterbacks, we're gonna find that Trevor Lawrence is in the middle of the pack for I think probably both of us. C is which C is, is average. average. So if that's the case, a C is the right grade. Yeah. I'm kind of treating as like a B minus or B as an average because, you know, I'm going to a smart school. He's got a great situation around him in terms of players on offense. But that I think partially is why I'm grading a C because he could do a lot with that. I was scared they were going to make a run to the Super Bowl because of how their offense should be. But it totally wasn't. I watched them just have to win against the Titans in week 18. Titans had nothing to play for. And the Jags offense looked meh. (laughs) They were trying to get in the playoffs. It's just the classic example of where quarterbacks drafted and the talent. It's like, yes. Does Trevor Lawrence have a canning? Yes. Was he really good in college? Yes. Was he drafted number one? Yes. So people always see his potential and even though he is objectively playing middle of the pack, it's going to be like, well, but he, he's got that in him. We just got to give him more time. Whereas if someone's drafted later, Brock Purdy, it's like, he's going to fail. He's going to regress back. Right. You know what I mean? It's stupid. And I'm not going to sit here and say Trevor Lawrence is a terrible quarterback because he's not. He is a right. middle of the pack NFL quarterback right now. And that's it. Not above that. There are quarterbacks that could come in and probably take the Jaguars to the Super Bowl. I agree with that. So that's where I'm that's where I'm gonna stand with Trevor Lawrence. And I may have purposefully given the Colts a slightly better quarterback grade. Ooh, he's playing chess. Because the Jags traded away Minshew to make a little extra room for Trevor Lawrence. They thought they had Trevor or they had Minshew and drafted Trevor Lawrence anyway when they didn't need a quarterback. And stat wise, you know what's happened? They're about the same. About the same. Also, I feel like, obviously, there's bias behind both of our shoulders right oh, now. Yeah. We have Carolina stuff. But I think we're being pretty objective right here. Yeah, I mean, objectively, Trevor Lawrence is, has more upside and t- overall talent than Gardner Minshew. But if you look at the stats, they're very similar. And I guess our argument is just that at that time, Gardner Minshew was playing well enough on – the Jags, kind of like we're saying Justin Fields is playing well enough on the Bears, mm-hmm. where if you add maybe another piece or trade that pick away and get another piece, you're going to be better off in the long run because it looks like they've pretty much done the same thing they were doing with Gardner Minshew, and they wasted a 
number one overall pick. I was literally about to say it's the exact same thing with the Bears. Yeah. It's just like the with quarterbacks, it becomes the grass is always greener because you don't want to miss out on the next generational talent or whatever the stupid thing that's going on right now. Right. You just don't know. You but you do know that you can build the pieces and then have a good team. So anyway. So glad we agree on this. Me too. All right. Tricky one here. Kansas City, what do they do? Mm-hmm. You have a good quarterback with a contract that is good through 2031. <laughs> Obviously, Patrick Mahomes, A+. plus. Yeah. Move on. Any other comments? A+. plus. Move yeah. on. All right, so we got the Raiders quarterback room. Jimmy G started six games, then he got benched for Aiden O'Connell. Jimmy G's also suspended for the first two games this year. What, what do the Raiders do, man? That's not a good quarterback situation. The answer's got to be neither one moving forward. I think AOC is a good backup, probably. I don't think Jimmy G's it. And clearly, AP wasn't on board with Jimmy G because he pinched him as like the first thing he did as the coach. Right. Uh, here's my prediction. I think you get Russell Wilson here. I think it could work. You got a good run offense. There's still the pieces. They got, I think, a pretty decent O-line. Good defense, obviously. Good receivers. Josh Jacobs. Uh, did he? Because he re-signed with them, right? I'm not sure. I, I can't remember right now what the detail with Josh Jacobs, but if he's coming back, uh, I think it could fit well for Russell Wilson. Whereas when he went to Denver, it was just like, let's get Russell Wilson. You have no other pieces. Let's completely rebuild. So I think it's a lot better situation for him. I think it could be a good situation for the Raiders. Don't know if it'll happen, but that's my prediction for 2024. I think that's a good move. The Raiders have enough pieces to win right now. And yeah. you get a veteran that comes in. Yeah. And they're saying they want to win right now. That's the messaging from AP and stuff. So could be a good move. Yeah. Russell Wilson in Vegas would be kind of funny though. Let's ride. Yeah. Let's raid. Let's raid Vegas. Vegas nation. Let's raid. Oh, such a, what a tough. great guy. Yeah. But I don't see him in Vegas, but I think he could do well there. So, you know, it's from Richmond, Virginia. Yeah. Wow. Would you look at that? Uh, he went to a school that uh, one of my good friends' cousins like played on played in high school with them like, on the same team and stuff. You know what college he went to before he went to Wisconsin? Before Wisconsin, I thought it was, wait was it NC State before Wisconsin? I thought it was the other way around for some reason. Mm. Dumb brain up here. Go pack, go pack. That's my ACC team by the Let's way. Let's raid. Hey, because they beat Clemson. Yep. Uh, okay, what do you think? You like the Russell Wilson idea? Kind of I love that else? idea. I think that would be solid. I think if they could get a veteran in that room, they probably could win right now. I also don't hate they have number, they have pick number 13. I think yeah. even if you do get a veteran in the room and there's a decent quarterback still on the board, maybe you take him there. Maybe you try to see what you can get right now. Maybe send Jimmy G to like Atlanta or somewhere. Could be interesting. Hmm, what would you get from Atlanta though? Well, if they're just trying to find like a veteran to come in, you know, maybe you just try to, I don't know. Heineke? Just Heineke. No, you don't get a quarterback back from them. It's just yeah. like either some money to work with, free up cap space, something like that. Yeah. Uh, all in all, this is a tricky grade for me to give because current situation, I think it's got to be in a D somewhere. Like you don't have any good options with Jimmy G or AOC, in my opinion. If, you know, Russell Wilson comes, could be better. But I, I mean, I think it, if that happens, it's a different grade. I'm going to give it a 
C minus. No, D plus. D just solid D. <laughs> I'm, I'm going I'm going optimistic. I'm going straight D. Yeah, I think that's that's fair. Yep. Okay. Next up, we got the Los Angeles Chargers. Justin Herbert's there. I don't think we're making any moves other than him. Last year he passed for 3134 yards, 20 touchdowns, seven interceptions, and uh he missed the final four games with a broken finger, but I don't think that's too much to come back from. No, and it was very much uh let's protect our future because he's under contract until or through 2029, $262 million. He got Harbaugh coming in. Mm-hmm. I think okay, I would be very optimistic as a Charger fan going into next year. So I'm gonna give it an A minus because I think the ceiling's really high. Yeah. I do feel a little bit more comfortable with the new situation with Harbaugh. Chargers have a bunch of offensive pieces. I'm going to give them a B minus. That's stick fair. With, stick with Herbert. Rams. This one's interesting. You've got Matthew Stafford. He's entering his 16th season. Uh, he's got four-year contract that runs through 2026. I, I mean, he's still, in some ways, the last few years, well, he had a, let's see, he missed nine games last year because of a spinal contusion. This past year was doing really good. Past that, he's playing some of his best ball in L.A. My thought is you obviously stick with him a few more years and then you draft someone to develop under him. That just seems like the kind of move that McVay would do. You're thinking ahead. You got someone like Stafford. So I'm saying, you know, ride with Matthew Stafford, draft Bo Nix. I'm giving it A- minus because Stafford's really good, but obviously it's getting old. The potential's really good to develop. Um, hopefully, you know, a next franchise quarterback under him. I like it. Stafford's been playing really well. Um, he's still got a few years under his belt for, or not under his belt to go for sure. Bo Nix would be a. Yeah, he's got 16 years under his belt. Yeah, 16 years under his belt. A few more to go. Um, Bo Nix would be a good fit there, I think. I wonder how Bo Nix is going to do in the NFL, though. I don't, mm, I like Bo Nix, but I don't think he's going to do that great in the NFL. To be honest, I don't know if Bo Nix is the right pick for it. Yeah. That was just, like guessing at where they are on the draft board, who they could get, you know, I don't, I don't know any of that stuff, but that's my prediction. I'm going to say Spencer Rattler. I have him going somewhere else. That's why I didn't do that. Oh, okay. I think this would be a good move for him. I don't think they're going to necessarily do that. Well, what I mean is like, what I'm saying is like my prediction or one of the other teams I'm saying drafts him. So I couldn't say that for both of them as my suggestion. Oh, okay. For the so record, I'm, I'm I'll say every team should team. draft Spencer Aller because I think he's going to pan yeah. out. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I think I'm going Spencer Aller on this one, actually. I like it. Could be a good one. Really good one. Imagine him with McVay. Yeah, I think if you give him a few years to develop, he's going to be really good. A lot of talent. Mm-hmm. With what he did behind South Carolina's spotty to be nice about it O-line last year mm-hmm. was crazy. Super yeah, high completion percentage while getting pressured every single drop back. He's going to do well in the NFL. What was your letter grade for it? Mm, a. Give it a. Got Stafford in my top 10. So I got to give it an A. All right. You can tee up this next team. To tee up this next team, all you got to do is look right behind me. That's who's there. That's who's staying. That's an A. Tua's going to take us there. I know there's questions about Tua's close game ability. I think he put. I think he silences those this year. 
This past year, I would love to see that. This past year was, you know, two years ago he had those those concussions or those head injuries that one of them they're saying wasn't a concussion. Why they saying it was a back injury? He fell over <laughs> like it was a concussion for sure. Um, I think that was affecting him last year. If you look on important plays or like bang bang plays, he wasn't. He was avoiding hits. And I think this year is the year that he really snaps back into it and is playing some of his best ball. I hope you're right. I would love to see that. Everything you said, I'm on board with. I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a B plus just because you're a little bit more optimistic than me. But I would love to see it. Even if you even if I'm being You're just saying you think it's gonna happen. I'm saying I hope it happens. Mm. Even if I'm being optimistic though, like he still played a heck of a regular season crazy numbers pretty close to mvp caliber he did have a couple of games yeah, i mean we'll get into it i just have them just outside of my top 10 though right i'm just saying why it should be an a i'm just trying to get you to flip. right but but you're saying it top 10's an a and i'm saying i agree he's right outside of my top 10 oh no that's that's fair i'm Either interested way, to see who you have i over hope him, that though. you're right i hope you're right if you're also if you're grading on the situation at all it's an a i don't want to say this but the reason with him it's the close, not even the close game ability. It's just that he won it. He won like, a crunch time against Dallas, who also that is true. Games. It so. just felt like in the in the biggest moments, he didn't rise up to the occasion, which is it's so like, crazy because he's the one that rose up to the occasion in Alabama's national championship over Georgia, right? When and he so was younger, like, I think that it's in there. It's so backwards. It's in there somewhere, and I th- I think. It was the injuries that caused him to be a little more skittish this year. And it just looked like he wasn't fighting through contact at all when people were going to bring him down for sacks. I think he gets past that this year. I hope you're right. It's just like, take Brock Purdy, for example. He, they didn't win the Super Bowl. I'm not saying you win every single one of them, but there was like part of him that like kicks into a higher gear when it mattered most. That's like, I'm going to fight for the extra yards. I'm going to like do these things. And I just haven't seen that from Tua. And so to me, it's hard to give it an A grade because it's like, yeah, that's great if he's doing that against comparable or inferior teams or throughout the early part of the regular season. But it's like, if when it comes crunch time, that's not happening, you know, like the Chiefs game, it's like you fumble the snap, wasn't a great snap, but then you just fall on it. It's like, you got to get up and try to make a play there. Yeah, no, I agree. He did that this year, but I think he, I think he knows he did that. Yeah, I, I mean, think he, again, I think he I knows that, that I'm wrong. He has to know. They have to be coaching him on this. I think this year's gonna be different. I really do. I hope, I hope that you're right. I'm just telling you why I'm putting it a B plus instead of an A. No, I, that's fair. It's a fair grade. I like Tua. I want him to be an elite quarterback. Dolph- I just, the Dolphins got to win the division this year. They got to. They got to. Man, that would be huge. Okay, to. to my team with Spence. Minnesota Vikings, Kirk Cousins, he said he wants to finish his career there. I think you sign him back, maybe get him for two years, something like that. You draft Spencer Rattler right now. You, they have the, they don't have a third round pick, but they have the 42nd pick in the second round. So you draft him, you get him to sit under Kirk Cousins. I feel like Kirk Cousins would be the perfect mentor for something like that. He's got like the good temperament, mild manners, the way, even when he was hurt, he's just constantly pulling for his teammates. I think it's a perfect situation. Like we mentioned with Spencer Rattler, he's going to be a good NFL quarterback 
elite completion percentage at South Carolina under pressure. That's my move. It's a great move. Definitely ride with Kirk Cousins. He was cooking last year. And mm-hmm. I think y'all were talking about it on the pod before I got on, but he's been top five in stats like every year that he's finished for the past few years. Not this year, obviously, because he got hurt. But Dude, he's the nickelback of quarterbacks. I think we said that. People just love to hate on him, but he's, yeah, he's good. Everyone knows their songs. He's the man. And I agree. He would be a perfect mentor for a new quarterback coming in. Rattler would obviously be awesome there. Um, I'm trying to think of who else would, would fit in. You'd have to kind of reach to get at any of the other guys. I just think Rattler is like the perfect steal of the draft. Because mm-hmm. he's not, you know, nobody's going to get him top 10. But, I mean, you, he might fall to the third round. Yeah, I've seen some predicting fourth or beyond. Yeah, I mean, you could easily get him second round. And I yeah. think that would be a great second round pickup. So, yeah, I, I love that too. I don't. I can't think of anybody else off the top of my head though that would still be around for it, for the Vikings. We're co-signing that. I'm going to give it a B plus because great potential and Kirk Cousins is awesome. Honestly, it could be an A minus. Probably an A minus. Honestly, if they keep Kirk, the reason I said B is because you just. I mean, that's not even a guarantee. They could do a completely different direction. Hmm. Going A. I think they keep yeah. Kirk, man. I don't see them trading him. I don't see it, but also or getting rid of him. Yeah, who knows? Giving him A. Patriots. I, I mean, they bench Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi's not it. I think they're going to restart with a new coach. My prediction, they have the third overall pick right now. I think you get Drake May with number three, and you got the May and Mayo combination. Ooh, May and Mayo. Mm. Giving it a C. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give it a C as well. I think you draft somebody there. Okay, then the Saints. We'd probably ride Jameis Winston, right? Forget about Derek Carr. I mean, I would love that. Who Who wouldn't love that? If you didn't, if for some reason you wanted to ride with your investment, the hundred and how many millions lost $150 million that you spent on Derek Carr through 2027, that would also make sense to me, I suppose. Uh, C minus. I don't really know what else to say. Yeah. I think I'm going to go C minus too. I could almost go D. It feels very similar to the Raiders quarterback situation which is where i'd give it a slight bump above yeah very similar i do too um yeah it feels very similar to the raiders probably because they made that trade between the two and it's Mm -hmm. just seems like a lateral trade all right giants you obviously have daniel jones with three years left on his four-year 160 million dollar contract he started six games before his tours acl wasn't really looking that great before seemed like the 2022 breakout season might have been a fluke almost I'm giving them a D minus. I think you still ride with Daniel Jones. You're spending a lot of money on him. So you have that tied to him. I just, I don't know if he's the answer. And and you're spending the money too. So it's just a tough situation. Right. I'm with you there. I'm giving him a little more. I'm going to go D plus. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Nice. Yeah. You're spending a lot of money on Daniel Jones and he's had glimpses where he's looked decent, but I I don't think he's your take you to the Super Bowl guy. You convinced me. I'm going to bump it up to a solid D. Big improvement. Jets. The probably most interesting one coming into 2024. I think it's fair to say. Aaron Rodgers threw one pass attempt. Or is it one snap? Anyway. It was one snap, right? Yeah, one snap. So he's going to be 40 coming back from an injury. The biggest question mark, I think. Obviously, everyone knows what Aaron Rodgers can be, but he's still making a new team debut while coming back from an injury and being 40. 
I really don't know where to go with this. I'm going to, I'm going to go B minus. Aaron Rodgers could come out this year and be a top five quarterback. He could also tear his other Achilles or he could (laughs) be totally not mobile now that he's torn his Achilles. And I guess you could say the same thing about Kirk Cousins, but for some reason, there's still an age difference between them two. Yeah. There's that. And the fact that I think Aaron Rodgers depends a little bit more on his mobility than Cousins does. Mm -hmm. So coming back from an Achilles injury probably hurts him a little more. I'm going to give it a B. I think, uh, again, super high ceiling. Um, but you saw the Jets without Aaron Rodgers this past year. They weren't good. They have some pieces, but it's not on par with the Bills and the Dolphins in their division. Give him a B. Okay. Eagles, Jalen Hurts. He's under contract through 2028. You're obviously riding with him again. This is an interesting one. And I struggled with our like power rankings of quarterbacks, where to put him. Because he didn't look like himself. I think he was way more injured the whole season. Obviously, the OC situation didn't work out. They have a new OC coming in. But like, was last year more of a fluke breakout season? Or was this 2023 season more of a fluke down year with injuries? Weird stuff going on. I'm giving it a B+. Plus. That's a good but spot. There's still a question mark. Yeah. And that's I think that's exactly where I'm going to go. B+. Plus. Get Jalen Hurts again has the upside. Two years ago, played great. This past year, he didn't play bad. Um, I mean, he still had 15 rushing touchdowns, which was crazy. 600 yards, 23 passing touchdowns, 15 interceptions. Good season. Yeah. I think if you take away his rushing touchdowns, then he's a very middle-of-the-pack, mediocre C quarterback. But you had the rushing... Take away the tush push, though, in the rushing. Yeah, and moment. you're taking away uh, Jason Kelsey this year, so will the tush push still work? That's the center of exactly. the tush push. So, literally, the center. So Still some, yeah. That, nice. That's, uh, that's going to be interesting. We'll see. I think, yeah, for that, I would probably give him an A-, minus, but that question mark is why I'm going to give him a B plus. I like it. Okay, Steelers. You had the combination of Kenny Pickett, he was 75, Mitch Trubisky, 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 Tribit, 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 Tribit. 0-2, and then Mason Rudolph, 3-0. Good enough for a combined 10-7 and record. They got rid of Mitch, so it's between Kenny and Mason Rudolph. I'm saying they, I don't know. What do you think? I'm tossing it to you first. I'm riding with Mason Rudolph. Kenny Pickett did not look good last year. Mason Rudolph had some glimpses of pretty good play at the end of the year there. And um, I think I would start the season with Mason Rudolph. I agree. I wrote down Mason Rudolph. Here's the thing, though, with them. I'm giving them a D minus grade because I think the Steelers are getting stuck into like mediocrity. I think that the options are serviceable enough. They're not going to make any change or anything. But I also think that they're going to be like I don't know low 20s quarterback ranking from them Mm -hmm. and so you're almost in that like mediocre land and that's not a great place to be and so it's serviceable so maybe like in some ways it could go like c minus but I'm just like you know what I would love here I would love them to trade for Russell Wilson that could be a I would love the Steelers to do that Russell Wilson and Mike Tomlin together 
I think will be really good. Yeah. Really good. I mean, there, there's rumors. It could be Justin Fields. It could be Russell Wilson. Potentially could be Kirk Cousins, even Ryan Tannehill. But even like Ryan Tannehill is another option I, I where it's just like, why lateral. would you do that? I don't think yeah, that exactly. makes sense. I agree. I think Russell Wilson would make sense. Kirk Cousins would make sense. I don't think I would trade for who's the other person you said? Tannehill? No, Justin Fields. Or, I don't think I would trade for oh, Justin yeah. Fields if I'm them. But Russell Wilson, man, that that seems to me I think that's where I want Russell Wilson to go. The Steelers. I think Russell Wilson is going to do better at this next team than Denver. And he still wasn't that bad. You and I have been saying that. I had high hopes but, for him. I thought he was going to do really well this year. And he didn't do terrible. Yeah, it was just pretty middle. Yards were down, but also a lot of a lot of that was scheme based. What they were doing with them. Yeah, but we will save that conversation and hit the 49ers. You got Brock Purdy. Obviously, he's got two years remaining on his four year, three point seven million dollar deal. I don't know how you don't give this an A because you're you're getting a top ten quarterback. At the lowest, I, I think anyone that's putting him outside of 10 is being ridiculous. And you're paying less than a million dollars a year for a million dollars. It's like you, you can't really ask for much better than yeah, that. When you put it in terms of the contract, I think that's definitely true. Mm. Uh, I don't think it's ridiculous to have him outside of your top 10. I think outside of your top 15 would be crazy. I think 10 is a fine spot for him. Um, okay, we'll go even so you're getting a top half of the league quarterback with a below backup quarterback salary. Oh yeah. I mean, that's a great deal. Absolutely. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's like, that is, uh, you're right. You can put them outside of top 10. You've got to put them in top 15. Yeah. Uh, Cause I think Purdy's done a great job. I don't think he's, oh, I don't know how much you're going to like this one. I don't think he's the game changer that the top five quarterbacks are for sure. Here's, I'm starting to come around on the the game changer, game manager conversation. I mean, I don't think he's like, a game manager. I think anybody in the top ten of quarterbacks is a game changer, but I don't think he's on the same level as the top five guys. Obviously, he would be in the top five in my top five if I thought that. I would put him. I would say in the top four. I, you know what I mean? Like you're putting him in your I'm top four. No, no, no. I'm saying I don't think he's in the top four with the Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. To me, there's a drop-off after those four, and I put them in that second pack. That's you know what I mean? Fair in the second pack. How many is in your second pack? Like five or six? Like seven, I think. Okay. That's, <laughs> Realistically. That's fair then. So five was one of the hardest places for me in my power rankings. But anyway, what's your – are you going to give it – you got to give it an A. Come on. I'm giving it A-. minus. A-. minus. Yeah. Yeah, you're getting a, a great quarterback at a steal. Seahawks, Geno Smith, C plus. It's mine. You, I think you've got. He, so you're you've got him under contract through next year. You could shop around with him. I think that he was good. <laughs> you know, right? Um, I think he was good. Is the key? Maybe another year with him, but I think they have number sixteen in the draft. I love drafting Michael Penix here. If He's available. Keep him in Washington. West Coast? Keep him in Washington, Washington. itself. And um, I think he could be a really good fit there. I like that. That's who I want there. I want Michael Maybe Penix. give one more year to Geno. 
let him develop, maybe start playing at the end of yep. the season. I like that. Uh, I gave it a C plus. What are you going with? C, solid C. Tampa Bay. Baker enjoyed a revival year. It was a good year for him there. Uh, I think that he stays. That's my prediction with what I think thinks going to happen there. If that's the case, B minus probably C plus B minus B minus. He played yeah. well. I'm right there. B minus. Yeah. I wonder if it's a one year thing with Baker. I hope it's not. I I like Baker. I hope he does well. You give him like a, a four year deal, three three year deal maybe. I think keep him around. Wow. You got Kyle Trask as your back, backup still, who I, I think has a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. I like their quarterback. I agree. Right? I'm going B, solid B. Okay. Ooh, moving up, yep. solid B. I like that. Okay, Titans, last two. Will Levis, he started out hot. That Will Levis is my prediction, obviously. I think they're moving on from Tannehill. Uh, Will Levis started out hot the first couple games, slid back. I mean, I think that they're committing to him for another year at least. Right. I'm going D plus on this one. I do not trust Will Levis right now. Uh, I don't think he's necessarily a bad quarterback, but I don't think the Titans are just in a good situation overall. I agree. The flip side is obviously like the new coaching direction. Could you bring some of the Bengals passing game in? Could Will Levis develop well with that? I'm giving it a C. A lot of that is around a question mark, though, because there are pieces that need to be built there, and it's hard to know how, how that's going to be handled. But I think that he could be a good fit for it and in the scheme of it. I think so, too. I, I just don't know how many it. good players there are around him on offense. You have an aging new Hopkins yeah. as your feature guy. Henry's probably going to be gone. Who's still nasty, yeah, I mean, by he's the way. still really good. But how much longer is he going to be really good? I think it's going to be... Nuke Hopkins is kind of on the decline. Will Levis might be on the incline. I don't know if they're ever going to catch each other at the right time. Is my thought on that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, don't he is he's still a beast. But aside from that, they don't really have a whole bunch. Right. It's like I think it's a the reason I'm saying stick with Will Levis though. It's because obviously you're still trying to figure out he was a good draft pick. I think they got him in the second round last year. But still, you it would be stupid to go spend money on a vet. I think it's time to move away from Tannehill. Uh, It'd be stupid to draft someone because where their position, you're not going to really get anyone better than Will Levis, I don't think. No, I don't think they would either. Again, I'm not giving him that grade because yeah. necessarily of Will Levis, just that he is a he's going into his second year, potential for a sophomore slump, and it's not like he had a CJ Stroud type rookie year. So if he slumps from there, that's not mm-hmm. good. And then just the team around him has a ton of question marks. So. Not necessarily saying that Will Will Levis isn't the guy, but that just seems like a uncertainty to me. I agree, it's but a I big think they do. Mark. They should ride with him though. Last team, the Commanders. You obviously had Sam Howell. He started all seventeen games this year. He finished with just under four thousand passing yards, twenty one touchdowns, twenty one interceptions, also sixty five sacks. That's yeah. a lot. Uh, here's where I think. I think the commanders right now they're sitting in the number two pick. I think they end up trading up for number one and getting Caleb Williams Went to high school in DC, you know, plus the, the gold and red. I think uh, they also have Cliff Kingsbury who was, a, what was he like a passing game special? Well, I don't know one the consultant, whatever the dumb things they have nowadays. 
He's in Washington. I think they want him. I think the Bears, like I said, should hold on to Justin Fields, trade number one pick. So that's my landing spot prediction for Caleb Williams. I'm going C plus on the grade though. I think there's going to be a ton of pressure for for him coming in, and I don't think that he's going to live up to it as much. Tomorrow on Caleb Williams? Yeah. Either way, even if it's not Caleb Williams, they're going to get a quarterback with the second one. I think the predicted one right now is Jaden Daniels. Uh, either way, I think it's a C plus for them situation wise. It's like there's always with a rookie coming in, always a little bit of optimism, which is what gave me the plus right. grade. But I'm going C minus. They're going know. through a coaching change right now, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Rare is gone. I'm going to C minus here. Uh, Another one of the teams where I just don't think they have a ton of pieces around a quarterback, and if they get a young guy and try to plug him in, I think it's going to be a Bryce Young scenario. I almost want to go with D because I feel like that's almost definitely going to happen. It's totally fair if they draft a quarterback and expect him to play right away. I'm so much bigger of a fan of drafting like receivers and offensive linemen early on in pieces that you know are going to be staples trying to get a vet and then getting a quarterback in the second round, late first round that can sit under and develop. To me, it's just like that is the best way to build a franchise. Just give it a little Even bit. Even an time. early running back. But people want to win. Not a yeah. quarterback. People thought the, the the Falcons were ridiculous for getting Bijan where they did. It's like, you don't get running backs there. It's like, why not? <laughs> Worked out for, I, I don't mean, know. Well, I think he has a lot of potential that didn't necessarily, they didn't do a whole bunch with him last year. That was not no, his but like what the, the what the Lions did with Jameer Gibbs, something like that. Yeah. All right. Now let's do our top fifteen power rankings heading into twenty twenty four. We're gonna each go eleven. We're gonna break it down so eleven to fifteen, six to ten, one to five. You'll go, then I'll go. So why don't you kick us off with your eleven to fifteen, counting down? So am I going fifteen to eleven? Fifteen down. All right, 11 to 15. Number 15, I got Jalen Hurts. I think if it was only passing, I would have him lower, but quarterbacks also run the ball, and he had 15 rushing touchdowns last year. I think 15 is a good spot for him. Number 14, I have Jordan Love. Played a really good end of the season, especially last year. Can he do it again? I think with the rest of the picks, you'll see that I'm giving a little more love to the guys who have been doing it for a few years and have proven themselves. Um, and that kind of runs into my next one, CJ Stroud. Again, Great rookie year. He was really balling, has a lot of good receivers around him. I think his upside is super high. Um, can he do it again? Number 12, Justin Herbert. They got John Harbaugh coming in. I think that's a big move, and he's got some good players around him as well. Number 11, I have Aaron Rodgers, and honestly, he could be way higher than this. He could be number five probably, but coming off the Achilles injury at his age, I'm, that's just a big question mark to me, especially since – a lot of his game is being mobile and also the Jets team mm-hmm. around him. Not the best team, tough division. So I got him at 11, just outside of the top 10. So 16, got Trevor Lawrence, number 16 at 16. 15, Jared Goff. I think he's, you know, in a good situation at Detroit. 14, Jalen Hurts. What does he look like without Jason Kelsey? Can they still do the tush push? New OC, question marks definitely around him. But the next two, similarly, similarly, that's a hard tough word to say. Uh, but like you, I'm unsure where to rate them because they're coming into their essentially sophomore season as a starter. And so with new film out, what does that look like? I've got number 13, CJ Stroud. Looked great last year, but again, is there going to be a sophomore slump? And then 12, I'm going Jordan Love. The reason I gave him the edge over CJ Stroud 
is because obviously after the bye, he had an incredible run. And then he also just has a little bit more experience and maturity under his belt, developing under Aaron Rodgers. So giving them the edge there, but I think both of them are going to be great quarterbacks. 11 got Tua. He is an elite quarterback in a lot of ways. It just, I want to see more of the X factor and stepping up when the game's on the line. And so I've got him outside of the top 10. All right. My number 10, I've got Brock Purdy. Plays a really good game. Um, kind of similarly to CJ Stroud and Jordan Love. I'm kind of hitting on him a little bit for being a younger guy. He's only been playing for a year and a few games. Um, I think he continues to do well, but I want to see more of it. I want to see him progress a little bit. I got him at number 10. Number nine, I have Jared Goff. I thought he operated really well in the Lions offensive system this year, and I think that continues. Number eight, got Matthew Stafford. Been doing it for like 16 years now. Playing really well with the Rams. Um, I'd say just maybe a step above Goff, even though Goff did beat Stafford in the playoffs this year. I think that was more of the Detroit Magic. Um, number seven, I have Dak. I think he gets a lot of hate for no reason. He's a really good quarterback. Number six, I have Tua. Super accurate. Surgical with his dissection of defenses. Just great quarterback overall. I think the only hit you can have on him is the argument about the X factor. I think he cleans up the fourth quarter, two minute drill a little bit. And I think he'd be a top five quarterback this year. 10. I've got Justin Herbert. Obviously, physical traits off the wall, shown a lot of potential. I think with Harbaugh coming in, I think he's going to get even better. So I've got him at 10, Aaron Rodgers at nine. Again, he's just the biggest question mark. It's like, is he could be a top five quarterback or outside of the top 15. He's 40, coming back from an injury and playing for the Jets. But he's also Aaron Rodgers. Eight, Brock Purdy. I don't, I don't think you can legitimately say anything bad about him. He makes the plays. He makes great reads. He's in control of the game. He steps up when the game matters most. He has the respect of his team. Is what you want in a quarterback. So it doesn't matter if it was the third pick or the 272nd pick, 262nd pick, Mr. Irrelevant. So for that reason, Brock Purdy, eight, seven, I've got Dak Prescott. I think he's a great quarterback. Same could be said with the the two argument that he needs to rise to the occasion a little bit more, but I don't know if that's Dallas or him. I think that he's got a lot of talent and he gets hate for really no reason. I don't understand it. Then six, I've got Kirk Cousins. I had originally, when I was making this list, put him lower because I just, I don't know, wrote him off with the injury. But if you look at the stats over the last several years, he's always in the top five. He's a great quarterback. I think he's going to, the Vikings should bring him back and he's going to have a great season next year. Yep. I got Kirk Cousins at number five for me. He's always a top five quarterback when he plays a full season. Um, Yeah, I think he's a solid number five. Number four, I've got Lamar Jackson. Obviously great quarterback, won the MVP this year. I think it hurts a little bit for me that the playoff deal, unfortunately, is coming true. They have not been able to make it in the playoffs yet. I think that's hurting where I put him in these rankings. Hopefully they can get over that bump because he plays amazing in the regular season. Number three, I've got Josh Allen. He's gotten over that bump, but he hasn't gotten to the Super Bowl yet, which is a big leap there. So I've got him at number three. The next two guys have made that jump. Joe Burrow, number two. He's coming off of an injury, but I'm pretty confident that Joe Burrow is going to come back strong from this one. He's got a good team around him. Him and Jamar Chase, crazy chemistry. And I think they might make a make a little, little run this year. And then number one, obviously we have Patrick Mahomes. 
not much to say there. I don't think much needs to be said. He's a clear-cut number one. Five for me, I've got Matthew Stafford here. I think he's just, he's getting old, but he's a really good quarterback. And five was honestly the trickiest spot for me because there's a clear-cut top four. And then it's like, who fills in at number five? I'm not sure. Don't feel amazing at having him at five, but that made the most sense. I'm rolling with it. Four, I've actually got Josh Allen here. Again, three and four are interchangeable. Going three, Lamar Jackson, flipping it. Either one works to me. Then two, Joe Burrow, clear-cut number two. One, Patrick Mahomes, clear-cut number one. To me, the top four are a league above the next wave, which in some ways, five to 13 are about, about a wave, you know? We clearly have a few discrepancies on our list. Brock Purdy, Tua as one big one. Two outside of the top 10 is crazy, in my opinion. Have him at 11 and you put Purdy at 10. Yeah. So essentially, where, where do you have... Anyway, very comparable in the opposite direction. Here's my thought. I say we take these lists, we carry it to next episode, and we start going in on each other's lists. a little, little ammo? I think you're just nervous that you don't have a little enough ammo. ammo and you're going to go look up a bunch of stats because you know I'm not going to do a bunch of homework. Not my problem. I got it or all right maybe here. It's all good. I'm just maybe I'm just so confident in the actual game talking that I want more stats, more ammunition because I'm like it's there. Maybe you're just a better arguer than me. I don't think we all I'm know that. You're not a better too. arguer. That's that's a lie. That's stupid. Anyway, let's go ahead and let's do our draft. Our quarterbacks by decades. We got the 70s, 80s, 90s, aughts, the tens. Uh, I got the first pick too. So. I'm going to go, oh man, it's kind of tricky. Give me Peyton Manning as the quarterback for the aughts for me. For the what? The 2000s. What'd you call him? The aughts. What does that mean? It's like a name for the like zeros, the essentially. Aughts. It's like A-U-G-H-T. Oh, I've never heard that. Ooh, sorry, I'm just smart. I thought you were saying the aughts, like A-L-T. Like the like the all alternative Alt. rock years. <laughs> nah, two thousands for you. You got two thousands. Uh, Peyton Peyton Manning. All right, that's a good pick. That is not where I thought you were gonna go. Does that mean you wanted me to go somewhere else? No, it just means I was hmm. not prepared for you to do that. Oh, man. I wasn't either, to be honest. Wow. All right. I'm going 2010s. I'm going Brady. Going the number one quarterback yeah. of all time, the GOAT. Yeah, it would have been a mistake if you gave me Peyton. Yeah, I couldn't do that. Brady. I honestly thought you were going to pick Brady, number one. I thought about it, but I'm like, dude, Peyton Manning in strict just quarterback oh, terms was I know. so good. I, I agree. And I was definitely going to take Manning number two, but I'm I'm definitely I'm super happy with with Brady. Don't worry. All right, Brady 2010s. I'm going the goat, and then I'm going the goat before the goat was the goat. Joe Montana 1980s. Mmm, that one's Brady and Montana. Montana. 
Oh man, this is this is tough, and it's a weird draft because you could still. I don't, I don't know. Weird draft. Well, that was the thing with me of like the, like Brady piece. It's like we're going solely by decade, right. and so Brady's obviously the go. But I'm like in just quarter. Like if I'm p- building a new team in the 2010s or the 2000s, it's like hard to not want. Peyton Manning is my quarterback. Peyton Manning, and I know we probably have some younger listeners that don't remember Peyton Manning playing actually at a high level. Dude was ridiculous. And him and Brady were battling, and they were the two best players on the field every time. Through that whole span of the 2000s, they were the two best. And um, I don't think you can go wrong with either of them there. I'm going to go with, I've got 70s and 90s. 70s, Roger Staubach, then 90s, Steve Young. Boy. Joe. Who are you going to go over him? You know I got to go Uncle Dan. 1990s. But you're putting him in the 90s. 1990s. He's way better in the 80s. But he was still really good in the 90s. But you also really messed me up because I was hoping to get him in the 80s. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Joe. You can't let me get Uncle Dan. Dude, he was way better. In the I know 80s he was, but I I wanted Montana in the 80s. Theoretically, I would have loved to have oh, um, Marino's. I think it was 83 or 84 season where he threw for over 5,000. But mm-hmm. 90s Marino was still a beast. No problem there. So I got 90s Marino, and I've got... Let me get Ots, Drew Brees. Yeah. I think that's the third best quarterback that's in the, right the 2000s. Answer. And we already have Brady and Manning. Yeah. So. And no, Brees, that's, that's, uh, that's Brees the right had answer. a lot of records before Tom Brady came in and, and took him away. He still has a completion percentage, I believe, right? Yeah, Brees was I really so. good. In any other era, he would be a top two quarterback. I agree. Okay, I'm gonna go with um twenty tens, I'll go Aaron Rodgers and then eighties John Elway. Nice. Elway was good. Ah, dude. You- I mean, but it's the third bet it's the Drew Brees situation because it's like obviously it goes Montana, Marino. I think Elway's Three. He was better in the 90s, you know, too, wasn't he? Same with the Bruce. Or was that 80s? I think it was more okay. 80s. All right. My last pick, 70s, and I'm kind of surprised you left him up here. Terry Don't Bradshaw. Terry. Beast. I, I, yeah, I, mean, I just feel like Roger was better. But, I mean. I don't know, man. Four, four Super Bowls. Scary Terry. Terry. Dang, dude. You let me get my number one on... Everything but the 2000s. Oh, so my ones were Roger Staubach, Joe Montana, Steve Young, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. I feel like this was a good pick to have second. Yeah. I mean, I, no, I mean like seriously. I, I think so. Because if you would have picked Brady at number one, I don't know. Yeah. If you would have picked Brady at number one, I would have still it, gone Marino Montana. Mm-hmm. But if I was you, 
I mean, if I did Brady's if 2010s. If I were you, I would have done Brady's 2010s at number one. I just thought you would go Peyton Manning 2000s before I got the shot. Too. I sat down today and for 30 minutes probably, I schemed <laughs> like what I thought you would pick number one. And every scenario came out with Brady or Montana. And I did not see you picking Peyton Manning. But I'm not mad you did because I like how it played out. Before we leave, I, I want to hear you say whose team you think is better. Honest opinion. I mean, honest opinion, you. Thank you. You have Brady and Montana. Yeah. That's like, I feel like the Terry Bradshaw, Roger Staubach, that's like a, a wash, probably a wash, wash but to I me. Think, I, yeah, I think I think Starbuck, Starbuck's a pretty close second. And yeah, okay. It's very arguable. I obviously took it one way, you took it the other way. Whatever. 80s, Joe Montana's a clear cut there. I did not think you were going to get Dan Marino in the 90s. That That's where the draft and went I, awry. I didn't to think me. that. Were you, were you going to pick him in the 80s? Yeah. And I wasn't even thinking about him in the 90s because I'm like, nah, dude. Like, If we're being honest, in the 90s, Steve Young, I thought Brett Favre might even come in, Troy Aikman. The two of them, I think, were probably better in the 90s than Dan Marino. What are you going to fuff? <laughs> a little bit of memory. <laughs> oh, you're one years old. One through one nah, through four. Was it one year? <laughs> yeah, we'll have to look up some stats and, and talk about it later. But maybe on the next episode, we'll bring some stats about the quarterback too. For our next episode, of, we're just going to argue our top about fifteen and then our all time quarterback team. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. All right. Let's go. Peace.